If you're lucky, you'll listen to them talk. They're on their way up and they can't stop. For all things great, I ain't hard talk. It's Kev Lewis D since the Sandbox. What's going on since the Sandbox fans? It's your boy Steve. I'm back with another rundown. And guys, today I'm giving you the positional top 10 for our running back position. I know how much you guys have been patiently waiting for it. I sincerely appreciate it. But guys, go and show your boys some love. Go to sensesandbox.net or Apple Podcast and leave a review. Tell us why you like the Sense the Sandbox podcast and why we deserve five stars. Before we jump in with the episode, make sure you guys go over to our podcast or YouTube to go and check out my top 25. I gave you guys my 25 to 16. I'm about to give you guys my 15 to 6. And then my 5 to 1 will come later. So make sure you guys stay tuned to that. Check that out. I know the off season is here. I know football is not on anymore. But I'm going to be giving you guys the best NFL coverage in the meantime. So make sure you stay tuned. When I was at this point in the offseason, I always wish I had somebody to listen to, somebody to still keep me updated with all things NFL. So I'm going to find fun and creative ways to go and do that for you guys. If you have not had the chance yet, go over to our positional top 10 wide receivers, tight ends, offensive line, and every position on the defense. I just ran down all of my top 10s at all of those positions. The quarterbacks will be coming next. So you guys make sure to stay tuned and hear the rest of the list. Okay. All right. Running backs. I know you guys have been patiently waiting and I thank you. That's why we deserve five stars because we're always giving you guys the best. Before I get to 10, what I really want, I want to give somebody a shout out. And this guy helped me piece together a great fantasy season. And that's Elijah Mitchell. Eliza Mitchell just missed my list. Just missed my top 10. But had to show him some love. Everybody thought this year Trey Sherman was going to be the back because he was drafted a little bit higher. But Elijah Mitchell was the guy. And if you had him on your fantasy team, there's a good chance that you went a pretty good distance. Okay. Here at 10, Damian Harris. Guys, Damian Harris had 15 touchdowns at that running back position. And we know how good that Patriots offense really was. We saw max development. We saw that offensive line really improve. So I think a lot of that has to do with the credit to the run game. Now, we do know the Patriots backfield was a little bit by committee. Brandon Bolden was in there. We had Damian Harris. We had Ramondre Stevenson. James White got hurt in the beginning of the year, but they're always mixing in guys, and this is a backfield that always has success. Damian Harris here at 10. For all you Pats fans, I know you Pats fans like that. Here at 9. This one can definitely strike a debate, but I think this guy is absolutely deserving. Taking away fantasy formats, he was absolutely still dynamic, still a stud. But when you consider, you know, the the fantasy season from weeks one to about 10 to 12, this guy was, you know, top five almost every single week. And that's Daryl Henderson. Guys, Daryl Henderson for the Rams was not expected to be the guy they traded for Sony Michelle. We know that Cam Akers in the offseason did get hurt, but came back healthy. We saw that all panned out for the Rams. Shout out to the Rams, Super Bowl champions, all of these guys that we just talked about. Just got another ring. But Daryl Henderson here at 9. Definitely think that his name deserves to be mentioned in the top running back conversation. 
And, you know, we'll see what happens with that backfield going forward. Is it going to be Cam Akers? Is it going to be Sony? Is it going to be Henderson? Those are all things that we're going to have to keep watching throughout the offseason. All right. Here at eight, James Conner. Guys, you heard James Conner in my top 25. I'm not going to tell you where, but you definitely heard his name. That episode came out already. But James Conner was absolutely great this year. And it was really interesting to see how good he actually performs knowing where he came from in Pittsburgh with the scenario of his him not really having great running success. So I thought it was interesting. He wasn't even thought to be, you know, the number one back in Arizona this year, but he had tremendous success. Chase Edmonds got hurt. In came James Conner. And I will say he was probably a little bit more productive in the red zone rather than anywhere else on the field. But right around week three, week four, um, when he really started to make his impact throughout the rest of the season, he was a great dynamic to that offense and definitely added a piece that was missing in the first couple of weeks. So shout out to James Conner here making my list at eight at seven. Najee Harris, the rookie. Yes, Najee definitely deserves to be on this list. You can debate, you know, some of those guys that I had previously could be a little bit higher than him, but Najee Harris caught the ball a lot. Got to shout out Ray Albanese. I think in the first three weeks of the season, I was going against him with Najee Harris, and it's a PPR league. And uh, I think he had 13 to 14 catches in. I ended up winning my my week strictly because of Najee Harris and his performance. So Najee is going to be somebody that is kept in a lot of fantasy formats, is going to be somebody that's going to be viewed as a dynasty back in a lot of fantasy leagues. But I think it's also going to be interesting to see what happens with this Pittsburgh Steelers team going forward in the offseason because... You know, this team still isn't too far away. Their defense is really good. They have a great coaching staff. Mike Tomlin bringing on Brian Flores. I think that's going to be great. Kevin Colbert, their GM, is going to be stepping down. So it's going to be an interesting transition. But we do know how much the Steelers build their team and their roster in the offseason through the draft. Najee Harris here at 7. And that was a great selection in this past draft. At 6, guys... This guy has had high expectations since he came in the league. He was drafted at a little bit lower of a standard because of what happens throughout his collegiate process. But Joe Mixon here at six. Guys, Joe Mixon had a great year. Now, you could say a lot of that was because Joe Burrow. You could say a lot of that was because Jamar Chase. Realistically, Joe Mixon has been that guy. So Joe Mixon here at six. I think, you know, he could still reach higher ceilings. And that's kind of scary to hear for a young Bengals offense that they have coming out of a Super Bowl. Going to be interesting to see next year. At five, Austin Eckler. Now, this guy could arguably be in, you know, the top three, top four. But have to have him here at five. Just think it's interesting with Austin Eckler, you know, the, the way that season went for the Chargers. And, you know, Justin Herbert took strides in the right direction. Austin Eckler had another great year. Another great performance by a very dynamic diverse running back he can catch the ball at the backfield he can run it through the tackles he can produce in the red zone heck he can even return punts and kicks if you needed him to obviously you don't want your starting back taking hits that often but Austin Eckler is going to be a top 10 top 5 fantasy pick he's going to be somebody that is heavily relied on for the Chargers offense so we're going to see what happens with that Chargers team next year it's playoff or bust in my opinion for that team Here at four, I have Dalvin Cook. 
you can argue that Austin Eckler can be above Dalvin Cook, but uh, another great year for Dalvin. Stayed healthy for the most part. He probably missed three to four games, but in the 17-week season, missing three games, I really feel like that's not too much of a knock on a lot of these guys. That's a lot of hits to be taken, especially if you're getting the ball 20 to 25 times a game like Austin Eckler is, like Dalvin Cook is. Dalvin Cook here at four. At three, call me crazy. I have Derrick Henry here at three. Even though he only played nine to ten weeks, the fact that he still got, actually it might have only been eight weeks, the fact that he still got a thousand yards is absolutely crazy. He would have absolutely shredded two thousand yards if he had a full healthy season. So it's sad to say that we didn't see that, but Derrick Henry does it once again. At two, Nick Chubb. You can, you know, really hate on that pick. I think Nick Chubb, you know, was the second best back. And you have to give the first best back credit. Jonathan Taylor, I mean, absolutely unreal season from him. Could have been MVP-like. But what I have to say about Nick Chubb is he deserves so much credit because he's doing that with Kareem Hunt there. With not a great passing game in that same offense. People know that Nick Chubb is going to run the ball and they can't stop him. So got to give Nick Chubb a shout out. And Jonathan Taylor, I hope you can build on that season. 1,900 total scrimmage yards. Um, That's absolutely incredible. Let's see 2,000 because you're on my fantasy team. I kept you. I drafted you as a rookie. Let's make that happen once again. Guys, these are my positional top 10 running back rundowns. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure to go and check out the rest of the rankings, the rest of the list before my quarterbacks come out. Also, go and check out Steve's top 10. 25. Peace out, guys. Five stars. You know the deal.